2: Okay, Dykes, it's finally here. My new podcast, Loves a Pitch, launched today, and this is going to be a preview of the first episode. You can listen to it here, or you can go to the show notes and get a link to the actual podcast feed. You can subscribe there, and you won't miss a single episode. For those of you who have been dyking out with me for a while, you might recognize this first guest because... It is our former intern, Karina Strom. So if you always were curious to know more about Karina, what's her type? What's her deal? Give a listen to episode one of Loves a Pitch. Welcome to the first episode of Love's a Pitch, a podcast where people put themselves out there in hopes that the love of their life or loves of their life or secondary or thirdary uh, or friends with benefits or future ex, or whatever it is they're looking for with hopes that this person or people are listening. I am inviting guests who are looking to make a connection, they think they're worthy of it, and they want to talk about it. And if you're not looking for a connection for yourself, you should listen anyway, and not just to play matchmaker, because this is ultimately going to be a conversation exploring relationships, desires, and dating in the LGBTQ plus community. Why am I excluding straight people? I don't know how to talk to them. Okay, maybe I do, but I'm not here to promote the straight agenda, right? And that shouldn't be a surprise to those of you who already know me. I am your host, Carolyn Bergier. Thank you so much for joining. Some of you do know me already from the podcast Dyking Out, or maybe some of my live shows, or I'm your daughter. And if so, now is a good time to stop listening, mom. Or maybe this is your first time meeting me. I'm what I consider to be the opposite of a triple threat, which is a writer, comedian, and podcaster. I started Loves a Pitch as a live dating show, actually, and that happened last year on Valentine's Day at a Brooklyn lesbian bar called Ginger's. So they had asked me to do a show on Valentine's Day, and I just came up with this idea. I wanted to have people have a shot at love, but I didn't want it to be humiliating or embarrassing in any way because I had actually years ago at my sister's room in Atlanta, I was one of three contestants and there was one person they were trying to match us with. We had to answer questions. That person couldn't look at us. It was messy. It was embarrassing. I don't know. Nobody likes to feel rejected on a stage. Does that mean I lost? Yes, of course I lost. So I didn't want to do that to someone else. So it's a show where I had a bunch of people come up and they just got to pitch themselves to the audience. And we had some very funny comedians who asked follow-up questions, kind of like Shark Tank, which I've never really watched Shark Tank, but that's what I think happens. You know, kind of just like pressure testing the pitch. And then if you like what these people are saying, you go and shoot your shot after the show. And then if nothing happens, nobody has to know about it. If something happens, we all stare at you while you make out at the bar after. So then I took it to a bigger space in Brooklyn, a queer bar called Come On Everybody. And I've been doing it there since it's evolved. It's so fun. It's super silly, chaotic, a lot of folks on stage. This podcast is going to be a different Vibe. You know, I'm not going to make people do weird challenges, mostly because we're doing it over Zoom. And while there still are going to be a lot of jokes and fun moments, at least I hope, there should be. I've already recorded a bunch of these. This is more about having the deeper conversations and reflecting on what we think about ourselves as potential partners or lovers, how our past experiences have shaped us, what we understand to be our wants, needs, desires. And so much more. Wow, can you tell I go to therapy? Guests will be a mix of interesting people that I've come across through friendships, comedy, and podcasting. But there's also a general application linked on my Instagram bio. So if you want to be on this podcast, it could happen to you. Go over to T G-I-Carolyn on Instagram. That's T-G-I-C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. And fill out the application for it. And eventually, you might hear something how promising. And while you're on Instagram, go to at loves a pitch, because that's where I'll be posting clips from the episode and pictures of the guests that you hear. And then you can have fun, nice, fun, supportive fun in the comments. So I'm looking for all sorts of folks, whether you're single or poly, or even if you're unsure about what you're looking for, just anyone who's looking to make some type of new connection. It helps if you can prove that you're a real human. Also, if you're not too nervous talking on a podcast, we want this to be pleasant and fun for people to listen to. And lastly, if you're willing to bribe me, all these things help. Just kidding. Kind of. Maybe. By the way, I've set up a Patreon. You know what that is if you listen to podcasts. If not, you can go over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash loves a pitch and get access to a Discord that's all about love and dating. I can give you feedback on one of your dating app profiles. There's going to be extra content, uh, Zoom hangs, etc. And etc. Meaning I'm not quite sure yet because we're just getting started here. But I think there's a lot of fun to be had with this. For those of you who are just getting to know me, I identify as a lesbian. I first came out when I was 17, and that was when I had my first girlfriend. From then on, I was pretty much a serial monogamist. I eventually got married. I moved to New York. I was living in Atlanta previously. I got into comedy, got divorced. Did one thing lead to another there? Maybe it did, and maybe it did. Then I very quickly started seeing the most incredible person in my life who is now my wife. I'm the luckiest. Her name is Cecilia. She goes by Sussie, and I'm sure I'll be bringing her up frequently. About a year and a half ago, we opened up our marriage and have dated both separately and together, which has made my already exciting life even more interesting. At least that's one way to put it. Uh, We've learned so much already. And we're going to keep learning and growing together on this journey that we're on. Okay, I know that was a lot I gave you up top, uh, especially for you, mom, if you're still listening. Now let's get to the good stuff. It's time for you to meet our guest for this episode. We've got Karina Strom from New York City here to pitch herself today. Now, those of you who have followed my journey from my previous podcast, you might already be familiar with her as intern Karina. And if not, she's brand spanking new. But I am extra excited about this episode because I felt like, you know, you were my intern... I wasn't going to talk to you about your dating life and your love life and any of that. Like, that just felt...
1: That was really appropriate, Caroline. Yeah. Yeah, that was really <laughs> appropriate. And also,
2: am I remembering this correctly, that I'm the first out lesbian you met IRL? I think you told me that once.
1: I think you were the first out lesbian that I was, like, friends with. Okay. That I didn't just see in in passing. So I was, I was very starstruck by I started as your intern, my freshman year of college. Yes. So everything felt it was like I my foray into the entertainment industry, but also just like adult lesbians.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great intersection. And yeah, you know, you've come so far since those days, you've been on this uh, incredible career journey, I think we'll get into it. But first, tell the listeners, how do you identify?
1: I identify as a lesbian, as a cis woman. My my pronouns are she, her. I think that's all I got for you there.
2: All right. All right. That That's all we'll give away right now. And let's just get right into your pitch. You've got one to two minutes to tell people what you're about and why they should date you.
1: Okay. So I'll start out by saying I also identify as a Minnesotan. And as a Midwesterner, okay, I was born in Minnesota, which means I was born with an actual medical condition where I am a nice and kind person. It comes with the territory, okay? I'm also very neat. I'm very tidy, almost to a concerning degree. But that brings me to my next point, which is that I have been in therapy for eight years, okay? So it's not a problem. She's evolved, okay? She's healthy. I speak an elementary level of French, which you know, Carolyn, always something to want in a partner. I live off two major subway lines, okay, in New York City. I'm a great masseuse, all right? Not even necessarily in a sexual context. I'm just very skilled at massage, all right? I wrote that I will commit to a bit, For months, for years, for as long as I need to, a silly voice, a dumb thing between the two of us, I will commit. I have multiple Sims 4 expansion packs, almost all of them. If you're a player of The Sims, I have those at the ready for you. I will give you my login information. I am an Enneagram 2 Wing 3. For those of you who are Enneagram girlies... I am a sexual subtype, which, if you're not into Enneagram, sounds fun and flirty, and if you are into Enneagram, it means something very different, okay? I'm not going to tell you my astrological chart, but just know you can guess based off this, all right? I have a large collection of essential oils, soaps, and candles, and if that didn't give it away, I will tell you that I am an Alice sun
0: shopify.com slash realm are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back get 15% back at
2: You know, you went just over, but I think that that last, the big three L word, I think is more important than your actual astrological signs. Can you say those one more time? So you're,
1: you're an Alice Sun? I'm an Alice Sun. I'm a Dana Moon. And I'm a Bet Rising. But, you know, it, one thing that we could share as you get to know me is like, this is open for discussion. It's up for debate, and I would love to have a lively debate about that with anyone who comes my way.
2: I love that. I can I can see those because I think I think mine are probably similar. Except I probably think I'm an Alice, Sun and Moon. Though I'm o- I'm always afraid there's Tina in my chart. Like it's my worst fear. Not the Tina in the chart. That's like the insecure part of me is like what if what if everybody thinks I'm a Tina?
1: But because isn't your your moon kind of like who you are when you're alone with yourself in your most vulnerable and insecure state? Like
2: I I associate yeah, like insecurity and just like wanting to be draped in blankets as <laughs> a Tina thing.
1: Maybe there's a layer of Tina in your moon. I don't know. I switched mine around a few times. Because who really knows? It changes from day to day. But having Tina in the chart would be, would be terrifying. I feel like the some of the secondary characters would probably come up more in like all the like planets, you know, like characters who don't appear as much also won't appear in those like big three in the chart. I think they had us in mind. Like queers loving astrology, like they had us in mind doing that kind of tiered casting. Yeah,
2: I'm surprised CoStar doesn't have an option, like a premium option that translates everything into L word characters, and they should hire both of us to sort that out for them.
1: I agree. I agree. And they should stop repeating, too, because we're just getting carbon copies of the same ones over and over again, and we need a bigger spectrum. That's what I think.
2: Yes, yes. All about expanding the spectrum. But you wouldn't have time to take on that job because you're pretty busy these days. Where do you work?
1: So I did forget a major point because I was making a point to not say it first. And and then I forgot to say it at all, which is that one of the benefits of dating me is that I do have a cool job. I do work at We could make some dinner reservations at some places I might not regularly or may have not been able to get into before. Make some calls. You know, that's some of the benefits. Karina's
2: fancy now. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is incredible. I love this journey for you, even though you are drinking wine with ice cubes in it right now. Red flag number one for our listeners. Why? So I,
1: I okay, let me explain. I almost, I never drink wine with ice in it, but I'm on this like very gay natural sulfite free vegan unfiltered oh. organic wine shit like journey right yes, now yes and this is one that's supposed to be like super chilled when you drink it and it's kind of not good if it's not really cold so I'm making an exception for this wine and this wine only and I I'm glad I got that out there you're getting fancier by the second <laughs> listeners
2: Karina's here <laughs> with like candles lit with her fancy ass wine chilled to perfection, wearing a smart blazer,
1: just crushing it. Look, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It happened quickly. It was a it was a quick upswing into the fancy lifestyle, but that is only the one part of my chart. It's what I'm putting out to the public, and I think when I'm alone, I I'm just Midwestern e- eating McDonald's and. I'm just like a down-to-earth girl. You know, at the end of the day, I don't let the fame get to me. She contains (laughs) multitudes. She's
2: staying around. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, you can go to the show notes and click one of the links or go to wherever you get your podcasts and search for Love's a Pitch. I have two episodes out already, and I'll be having new episodes every week. Hope to see you there.